Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that continues every single day to celebrate the the people who are making Coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, I've got a really good one to share with you today. And uh, just I want you to think about this for a minute because it's a really kind of powerful statement from Bill Bullard that my friend Susan Griggs posted on social media. And it's the definition of opinion. Opinion is when is really the lowest form of human knowledge. It requires no accountability and no understanding. The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. You know, if we do more of that, especially on social media, the world would be a better place to live in. You know, kind of to go along with the theme of this show today, I've got one here from Walt Disney, and he said this, all our dreams come true if we have the courage to pursue them. I talk about that almost every day on Coach View, about pursuing dreams, setting goals, and uh, always, you know, keeping, you know, raising the bar higher so you can improve yourself, whether it's, you know, making a mark in your community, whether it's making a mark in your business. Um, Steve uh, Jobs, the, who, who obviously started Apple Computer, and you know, he's, the, he's the man. I'm, I'm a big fan of Steve Jobs and uh, you know, read his book just before he passed away. What an incredible uh, leader he was. He said this, <clears throat> I'm convinced that about half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. Pure per- perseverance. This is true of entrepreneurs. This is true of people. Whether you're trying to make a, uh, a difference in your, in your business, whether you're trying to make a bus- difference in your community, I talk to f- people that fit that description every single day. And uh, I had a dream for Kosia. You know, you, you got to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, you'll never keep figuring out, where, you know, where's, how do you raise the bar the next time? And I'm, I'm really thrilled to have a great show producer in Kyle Curley and a content producer in Cammie Martin and operations and marketing manager Kenny Vest. Well, you know, what a great history. He has on a number of radio stations here in coastal Mississippi, and there are others. But we're all dedicated to taking Coast View to as, as many people as possible because you know what? You can never have enough people involved in the celebration of coastal Mississippi. But it takes commitment and it takes passion and it takes perseverance. That is for sure. And uh, I hope we're leading by example in that effort. One more from Walt Disney uh, The way to get started is to quit talking <laughs> and to, uh, to begin doing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have great ideas, but just, you know, they never pursue them, which kind of brings me to our show today. I'm going to start in a little bit of a different way than I normally do. So here we go. Boom. We're live. What's <laughs> up, everybody? <laughs> if you watch the Brownwater Banter podcast, you, you know, you know what I just did. That's, that's the way they start their show uh, every time they, they do their podcast. And I'm thrilled to have uh, Jared Seymour and Joey Cates here with me today. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well. On, man? Thanks for having us, man. We're we're glad to be here. Uh, it's great to have you. You know, here's my thing. Someone said, you know, why would you have someone who might compete with Coastview? And I was, compete with Coastview. We're not competing with each other. We're we're like together. We're like we've joined forces to to bring as much attention to coastal Mississippi and the Mississippi as we possibly can. And 
that's a good thing. I don't, I don't see that as competition. I think see, see, see that as us both pursuing a passion together. Yeah, you just, have a passion for what you're doing, don't you, Jaron? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Joey and I are both born and raised here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, we just love everything about living here. I mean, I'm, I'm not the most well-traveled person in the world, but I've been to a couple places and uh, there's nothing that's uh, to me better than living right here next to Mississippi Sound on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And uh, we want to let everybody know about it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Joe, you share that, don't you, buddy? Yeah, once that salt water gets in your veins down here, it's it's kind of hard to get rid of. And I tell people all the time, you know, like we talked before the show, you can move away, but it's not the same. You always come back. Yeah, I talk I talk about this a lot. That um, I've had the opportunity to travel quite a bit, actually, and and it, it I always come back to the sunsets and the sunrises in coastal Mississippi, some of the most beautiful in the world. And, you know, something about, you know, the way that the beach is oriented, you know, I mean, the fact that you have this unencumbered view south and the sunsets and the sunrises there, uh, you know, it's just, you know, in Biloxi Bay where I live, I, I mean, I can't, I never get tired of it. It's just a, a, amazing. Just gets better and better. But look, here's what we're going to do. I want people to know your stories. You have a really interesting story. It, it does take a lot of perseverance and we'll go back to the very beginning when you started your your uh, podcast back in 2018 and then and sort of take the journey through where you are today because you guys have really created something special and i'm really proud of you and i, ho- I hope that more people can uh, can grasp hold of, of what you're doing and uh and you know help you continue to be successful so why don't we do this I, it's no easy it's hard to do this when there's two people but we're gonna we're gonna start with this joey where, t- talk about, tell me where you grew up and where you, where did you go to school? Uh, St. Martin, my entire life grew up here on Lemoyne in Cedar Grove. Um, went to, like I said, 13 years of St. Martin hung out. Uh, my grandpa hung out with Jared's grandpa. My dad hung out with Jared's dad. And then I hang out with Jared. So yeah. we're like a three, three generation uh, tag team championship. That's true. But yeah. Yeah. I went to school at St. Martin, graduated from St. Martin. Um, Went to junior college at uh, JC, dabbled around at Southern for a couple of years. So my mom told me I spent too much money and I had to come back home, which I did really quick when she gave me that call. Then uh, I finished up at JC and then I, I started working for um, Harrison County School District, did the IT. And I've been at the Ivor High School for the past eight years. So I've been with the school district now for um, 16 years. So that's wow. I ended up. Yeah. So, uh, so, okay, so coming over to you, Jared, where did you grow? You grew up in St. Martin, right? Correct, yeah, not yeah. very far from Joey, just south of Lemoyne, the street that he's talking about. Uh, born and raised uh, right there, lived here my whole entire life outside of, you know, moving away for school. Um, graduated from St. Martin, went to the uh, University of South Alabama for a little while, then back to JC, Harvard on the highway, as we like to call it. it, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. I love that place. I can't say enough good things about it, man. It's a great local um asset that the community has. Then eventually, I can tell you the whole long story, but eventually ended up at uh, William Carey, got my degree in nursing, and then went um, worked at ICU for four years, went back to anesthesia school at University of Southern Mississippi, and I've been in healthcare for 11 years now, I think. So uh, I've been doing that the majority of my life. But uh, prior to all of that, was uh, going to go to radio, television, and film school because in high school was one of my most favorite classes was producing a little news show inside of the, the high school there. I loved it. Uh, but at the last minute, just decided I didn't know if that was exactly the route I wanted to go. So uh, ended up, like I said, going into healthcare, And then here we are, 2018, kind of coming full circle, trying to get back into it uh, because it was something that never left me, you know. That's that's neat. I mean, you find 
you know, you you go through these chapters in your life, you know, and you, you say, what, what's, what, what am I going to do that's going to fulfill me more? You know, how can I do something that's going to make a difference? Is that sort of what was going through your head? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was like a itch that you had to scratch kind of thing. And uh, with the way digital media was evolving, um, podcasts are exploding, Facebook and then Facebook Live. Everybody's got the Internet in their pocket now. Uh, I just saw like an avenue there for uh, for something. And it's like, well, I want to get back into this. It's I can do it from home. I don't have to move away or, you know, because it's not like saying you want to become a, an actor, or a movie star. Right. You just started in your house. And um, when I was thinking about topics for the show, I mean, that was like a no brainer. I'm like, I just want to highlight what I love to do. I, you know, I have a job, but let's talk about like the other stuff, the hobbies. So for me, it's always been the outdoors, fishing, hunting uh, and music as well, which is not something we typically cover on yeah. groundwater. But uh, that's another another bit. another passion of mine. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I was like, well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to I'm going to start a podcast about the uh, the Gulf Coast and. Uh, if you're from here, you know our our the Mississippi Sound is not uh, destined. It's not emerald green water and you know white sandy beaches. We have our own unique thing with the Mississippi River and the Barrier Islands. It gives our water kind of a brown brownish tint that that I'm proud of. Uh, smells great. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's got a lot. You know, so brown water is where the name came from. Banter being just a conversation, you know, amongst friends, laughing, joking, cutting up. Um, and then we always mention, you know, brown water is a, is a slang term that some people use to refer to bourbon or whiskey, uh, which is sometimes we partake on the show uh, with our guests. So long format conversations, just getting to know people and tell their story, man. That's that's what we want to do. Highlight the Gulf Coast. So, Joy, Joy, when did you sort of connect to the dream? I guess it started. Jared had it probably, I don't know, six, seven months before I got involved with it. And Jerry was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And the only thing I knew of a podcast is, you know, people talking. And I was like, why do people want to hear us talk? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, we we're still doing that. that. Yeah, we still a lot of people want to hear what we're talking about. Yeah. But um, Jerry went out and did some stuff. He did more of the, you know, the political kind of um, events going on local. And I just, I, I was sitting there on the couch one day and uh, I think I told the story when he we interviewed uh, ourselves on our own show, and we were yeah. talking about a fishing tournament that I was at, and I was like, man, I don't know what's going on in this fishing tournament, and I wanted to know the the results of the fishing tournament. Nobody was there, and uh, this came to me, and I was like, Jared, let's start going to these weigh-ins. Let's start bringing all these charter captains in. Let's make Brownwater a one-stop shop for fishing on the Gulf Coast, you know, and then evolve on that. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, absolutely. I mean, that was right in the wheelhouse of everything that I, that I envisioned for the show myself. So, uh, like you said, we start covering. Uh, so we, let's, do, let's do this. Let's do this. We're coming to the end of this segment. We're sure. going to pick it up right there. We'll pick up your thought right there when we get on the other side of this. But this is uh, Jared Seymour and Joey Cates from Brownwater Banner. Banter, excuse me. And we're going to continue the conversation after this break. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
Welcome back to Coast View. I'm having a terrific conversation with Jared Seymour and Joey Cates of Brownwater Banter. It's a podcast here in coastal Mississippi that covers a wide variety of things from politics to fishing to just loving coastal Mississippi. And, you know, we share, we share that, that goal, that goal to bring as much celebration to this amazing place we call home as we possibly can. So, you know, we're partners in crime as, as it, as it refers to that mission. So Jerry, Jerry, coming back to you, you were just talking more about, uh, you know, the, the journey. So why don't you pick up where you left off? Yeah. Yeah. So like we were saying, you know, Joey reached out and was like, Hey man, I think we should, I think there's a void here when it comes to, uh, the fishing community on the Gulf coast that he wanted to watch a weigh-in of a tournament and couldn't get the information that he was looking for. So he gave me a call and came on board and we, we made that a part of uh, what the show is about. And uh, like I mentioned as well earlier, you know, there's been this kind of democratization of media and the internet. Uh, the technology is available now where we can go out with, uh, you know, fairly minimal gear and set up multi-camera angles and go live uh, during, during a weigh-in of a, fishing, a local fishing tournament that you might not otherwise be able to see if you couldn't make it out for that weekend or you're busy and you want to watch it on the replay. Um, again, just kind of going back to highlighting what we do here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Yeah. Hey, Joey, coming back to you for a minute, uh, tell me, where did you find your love for outdoors? Well, I, I'm, my grandfather grew up on Back Bay, and that's where I cut my teeth. So, I mean, we, we would check crab traps in the morning, throw the cast nets for bait, throw for mullet, fish all day, come in for lunch. Grandma will kick us right back out of the house, go swimming, you know, clean the fish, eat them that night, go back to bed, repeat, 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 repeat. repeat. <laughs> yep. We all have so many stories like that, man. So many stories. Jerry, where did you find your love? Same, same deal. Uh, yeah, my dad's always been big into the outdoors. Uh, he loves to uh, fish, and he he actually likes to shrimp. We had a twenty-five foot Lafitte skiff growing up that we uh we would shrimp not commercially, just recreationally. Still has it to this day. Ended up buying it back years later. But some of my best childhood memories just all my family and grand grandparents out on Ship Island, hanging out. Uh, you know, digging shrimp out of a picking box, sleeping in the well in the front of the boat. I mean, it's just, it's like Joey said, once it's in your blood, there's no getting it out. So it's no place I'd rather be. No, no place I'd rather be either. Hey, you probably didn't know this, but um, I was having a conversation with Will Primos from Primos Outdoors recently. And his, he grew up uh, on Langley Point. His family had a place there and he's fished for like 30 years. Did you know that story? I did no, not. No. Isn't that something? You know, Will Primos, who's, you know, literally in the outdoors community, internationally famous, mm-hmm. what, just a great ambassador in Mississippi. We were working together on the conservation trust fund that passed uh, the house 117 to two, but was essentially killed by the lieutenant governor. And, uh, you know, they're still pursuing that because we've got to have a trust fund. To have that trust fund means that we can go match it with billions of dollars of federal funds. Without it, we're not matching, and our, the, you know, our bordering states are getting much far further ahead of us in conservation. So Will's just been a really passionate leader in that effort. But I was so thrilled to hear that he has such a great history here in coastal Mississippi. And you got to hear how he talks about it. I mean, I mean, just with incredible affection, the same as you guys do and same as I do. Um, so, you know, as you think about, as you think about the outdoors, I don't know that anyone who is in love with, you know, the fishing here in coastal Mississippi who didn't get it from their grandfather or their father, you know, and for people who didn't have someone to teach that to them, that's, that's how you usually get it passes down from one generation to the next. 
Um, you know, every now and then you get someone who will just say, you know, I'm going to go figure out this out. I'm going to go figure out how to do it. But, yeah. but when you have conversations on your show with captains and others who have such a strong passion, it's a great way to learn how to take advantage of this fishery. It makes you a better fisherman, doesn't it, uh, Jared? Yeah, yeah. We uh, And we always ask that question to all the, the captains that we get on the show is kind of how they got their start. And like you said, it's usually passed down, you know, generation to generation. Um, and we hope through our show, if, if you're new, if you're a transplant here, uh, maybe you come across our show or, or your show as well. And uh, you say, hey, man, I like what these guys are talking about. Uh, join the community, you know, listen to, to what we have to say. Use, utilize the resources now that are here on the Internet um, and become a part of, of, of our you know, local community because we're always welcoming new people in. You don't, you know, I don't want anybody to hear that and think, well, I'm not from here. I didn't grow up with that. You can still join, man. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> there's no barriers there. So come on. Well, in. What a great way to learn because here, here's the thing, even though I was publisher here and I was raised here, you, there's so much to learn. I mean, every, every day I learn something new and you know, there's just, you know, for every, you, you, you flip that up right there and five more pieces of information come out. Yep. It is incredible. And if you're really true to the journey, it's kind of fun learning from your guests and, 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 and growing your passion. One of the things I tell people, dude, what is your biggest surprise? I said, well, my biggest surprise is number one, how much I'm learning and the accumulation of that knowledge, how it helps me in the conversations that I have with people. You, you guys, Joe, you feel that way too? Yeah. And it's, it's, it seems that way in our show too. Cause like we, we talk to charter boat captains, like we might have two or three charter boat captains on a week and you would think that it would get snack, uh, stagnant talking about the same thing, but each captain has a different story and each person's cut their teeth somewhere else and they do a different technique or they fish different. And it, it, I guess it goes back to your grandpa and grandpa, you know, my dad can catch more fish than you and my grandpa <laughs> catch more fish than you. So. That's kind of where we take it on the show, and it, it seems like it's worked. I mean, everybody tunes in, so it's, it's a it's a it's a you know I, I I think a great example of that is a recent conversation you guys had with with Paul from uh, Tuna Town Talks. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it because here's a young guy that's just pursuing his dream, developing this podcast, and it, I think he's from Mexican Gulf. He's a, a backwater guide. I think I rem remember that right. He's that's right. But what he was saying is that one of the things that he said was that uh, talking so, to the old timers and even to the, to the newer guys, how they do things and how they did things back then. And they all have their own stories to tell. Well, I actually found that true about every guest that I have. Everyone's got you guys, you have a story to tell and That's people true. are just interested in that. I mean, it's, if you can pull that out of them, it makes for a great show. Doesn't it, Jared? That's right. I mean, that's 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 the big picture of the show, honestly, is just to tell people's stories. So whether we're talking to a charter boat captain or uh, uh, someone running for some type of you know public office or, you know, we even had a guest on the show, um, a lady I met just randomly at the Hard Rock one night out and we just started a conversation. She ended up coming on the show and talking about how she lost her husband to cancer. One of the more in-depth, you know, emotional conversations I've ever had, period. And then that's out there on the Internet. I mean, so it's a. Uh, like you said, the, the internet can use a lot less negativity and hopefully some more positivity. And I hope that's what we're bringing to the table. I enjoyed your conversation with uh, Frank Foster. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and I didn't even know who he was actually, to be quite honest with you. And I, I went, I went to Spotify. I now have him pulled up sort of old school country, man. I mean, you know, I mean, what, I mean, writes all his own songs and what he say? He knew six chords, and he needed a, his uh, guitar playing friends to to be able to help him write the songs. But what a great story that is, you know. And then then having special K Kevin Harris, obviously from 
from Homegrown Show at CPR, having him on to kind of bring color to that. That's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like Joe, he's a, what is Frank Foster known as? I mean, he's an oil field he's worker He's an oil field Hank. Yeah. yeah. He, he, his backstory is, you know, he started on oil field and what people don't understand, a lot of people put shame on oil field, but oil field is probably, along with the shipyard, probably fed more people around here and kept more families afloat than anything. And it's you hard work too. And it is hard work. Yeah. So and and he's I, from Louisiana. He, we feel like he's a local guy, you know, he's just yeah. right across the, uh, the border there. So it was just uh, another great conversation with him. So we, the more we keep putting into this, the more we get out of it. Yeah. Well, Steve, Steve Azar, who has a show on uh, on Super Talk called In a Mississippi Minute, couple of, couple of days a week, he's written a thousand songs. And of course, the, the most he uh, waiting on Joe and uh, I don't want to be me till I don't have to be me till Monday. The two top uh, songs that he's written, but he lives in Greenville and. And his passion is just is just incredible. But we've talked a lot about the changing, you know, how the music industry has changed and how, you know, how streaming and everything has changed the sort of the whole the whole uh, business model. And what was interesting about the conversation with Frank Foster is the way he's kind of mastered that. I mean, he built this this kind of social media following and has been able to be successful. And it actually, you know, as he, as he pointed out during the pandemic, this is also true of Steve Azar, that uh, while the band suffers, while the bus drivers surface, you know, and all the people who are involved in concerts suffer, you know, those who sort of kind of created their own music and be, was able to push it out there in streaming and create a business model, Frank Foster was able to do that. That's, that's, see, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know and learn from that. It, it, actually, those learnings help you. With your sort of digital efforts with uh, Brownwater Banter, do- doesn't it? That's Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it seems the same way for us as in the music industry. If you can create and make your own audience, you don't need anybody to help you out. You don't need a major record deal. You don't need somebody saying, "Hey, do this, be here." If you have your own audience. You you pretty much run the show. You do what you want. That's right. And uh, to me, that's more original than having somebody else produce your stuff and put it out. This is all us, you know. It's all them. So yeah, I think it works out better. So we're having we're having a, a terrific conversation this morning with Jared Seymour. A whole show. We're dedicated a whole show to these guys, uh, and we don't do that a lot. You know, when I think it's going to be an interesting conversation with two local people in this case that are doing some cool things, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate a whole show. And the other is obviously uh, wait, Jared Seymour and Joey Cates from Brownwater Banter. When we come back, I want to talk a, a little bit about the evolution of the show and uh you know your new your new studio what you're having to learn you know know, about not just digital media but about technology and equipment and you know when did you make the commitment to go regular shows you know you were a little irregular in the beginning i want to hear that story so when we get back we'll continue the conversation Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have J- Jared Seymour and Joey Cates of Brownwater Banter. It's a podcast here in coastal Mississippi. Two just really cool dudes. They they have a you know Joey works uh, in education and Joey and I mean, yeah yeah and Jared works as a nurse anesthetist. He's in anesthesiology. 
and uh, and they started this sort of as a hobby, and it became something. And once it becomes something, and you you sort of feel the love, and you and and the, you get the love, by the way, because you're having conversations that matter. You're inspiring people, and they want more inspiration. They want to learn. They want to be inspired. They want to be challenged. They want to ha- they want to listen to interesting conversations. And you guys, once you feel that, it's hard to not it's hard to not continue it. Is that is that sort of what happened? Is that tell the story? of your ascension, buddy? Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's like I said earlier, uh, the more we put into this, the more we get back. And I'm not talking financially. I'm talking just <laughs> in experience and networking and just great conversations. So absolutely, we're, we're hooked and we're in it for the long haul too. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, hey, what is your long-term vision? <laughs> Joe Rogan? <laughs> yeah. We want to take down Joe. Yeah, oh, we yeah. want to hang out with Joe, right? We don't want to take him down. We yeah, want to hang out yeah. with him. Yeah, Joey always says that. Yeah, just to <laughs> Hey, Joey, there. let me tell you something, buddy. It can be done. Yeah. Right. I, I'm very familiar with Joe Rogan. I was listening to Joe Rogan this morning. Um, I listen to him all the time. People, you know, people, y'all say, oh, he leans this way, or he leans this way. People, anyone who says that doesn't understand Correct. Joe Rogan. He can have a conversation with anyone, even controversial figures which I think is actually important to do from time to time. So you can sort of get a perspective and draw, draw your own conclusion about things. But, you know, if you, you know, speaking of the accumulation of knowledge you get from having really heady conversations, no one does it better than Joe, Joe Rogan. In my opinion, no one does it better. So that's a great goal. I think yeah. you should, uh, you should aspire to do that for sure. Um, so let's go back for a little bit. Joey, when you first started, you started getting a little bit of feedback and then you started getting a little bit more feedback. And then you said, yeah, I need to do that again. And then, then it became regular. My guess is based on just counting shows uh, on the actual podcasts themselves, you're doing about four to six a month. Is that about right? And then filled in with some other videos here and there. Is that about normal? Yeah, that's usually about what we run. We try to do two or three a week. Um, but our schedules are kind of, but Jared being on call and me in baseball season right now, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a lot of juggling. Yeah, we got on. we got a Tuesday. Who can do a Tuesday? Right. And then the next day, it's a next week. It's a Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. once we get some more time and work the scheduling out and get it flowing, plus wives, it, plus kids, yeah, plus wives, kids, plus kids, you know, and soccer, so. and, and they're a big else. part of the show too. They help us out a lot on the back end stuff. Uh, Joey's wife is our CFO. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she's nominated, yeah. Uh, promoted to CFO. My she wife runs helps it. out. With the merchandise a lot, she does a lot of the stuff that we sell. So uh, yeah. it's a family affair for sure. Yeah, well, you've done a good job with your merchandise. Incidentally, I, I like the way you've you've established that. So yeah, okay. So when it goes from slightly from just being a hobby, I know that it's a hobby. It's it, you again. If it were about the money, you would have never started this. It, That's it, right. I mean, the long term vision could be could be tremendous, but let's face it, it has what has to drive this is a love of coastal Mississippi and a passion for what you're doing. And then it, then it creates, once you start doing this regularly, it creates an opportunity to start to learn. I bet you read more, you pay more attention to what's going on in the world. You feel more of a responsibility to sort of kind of know what you're talking about than you did, say, two years ago. Is that true, Jared? I've always kind of been a, a current events junkie. You know, I like to watch the news. I like to pay attention to politics. Not that I'm an expert or professional, but it's all, that's always been something I've been into, which is one of the reasons why it's a part of the show. 
Um, but yeah, local events, you know, we're, we're, when we kind of trying to learn more about even just m more recently, like the Iberville City Council people, we had yeah. come in here and talk about their campaign, learning the, the style of the government in local politics in Iberville. You know, it's a it's a ward style of government versus what goes on in Ocean Springs. So, yeah, you, you're correct in that sense that we've had to kind of, you know, brush up on what we're talking about. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what the difference between a councilman and an alderman. But and but all but, that, but also sometimes a I don't you know a little bit of uh, ignorance to a subject makes for a better interview because the questions that we ask are genuine. We really yeah. are trying to understand it ourselves. Yeah, yeah I, actually, I think there's a lot to be said for humility. You know, yeah, I, I I'm I'll be the quick I'll be I'll be quicker in telling you I don't know something than most people because and I, because let me here's the thing people will pick up on it yes. you know, as well read as I am I'll be the first to admit the more I learn the more I learn how much I don't know and yeah. so you know it's a it's a quest to learn more it's a journey and it's humbling yeah. but uh, but there's something authentic about you know not pretending <laughs> because if you pretend especially in your format people so, will pick up it, on it you're uh, dead yeah. you're dead no more you know we're say it again we're live on our shows. Uh, right, that's yeah. how I to do them. So yeah, you got to be, you know, if you people will smell that real quick if you're not being. <laughs> and genuine. they'll tell you about it in the comments. That's right. So <laughs> um, you know, there's no ego here. We, Joey and yeah. I, are not two people who have big egos. We're, uh, I, I know where I sit in the universe, and it's not. <laughs> uh -oh. so, and I'm, co I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get, I get it, and that's that's really important. So when you think about digital media, you know, I came from that area. Um, are you are you having to get as deep into trying to understand what are the latest changes in Facebook's algorithm that are affecting your views and you're thinking about things like that, Joey? Yeah, absolutely. We when we started, um, I, actually Jared dug into it more than me, but we started and you know we were just on Facebook. Um, then we started you know branching out to Instagram. Then we're, we're learning hashtags and learning the groups. And once you learn the groups to share out, post reshare, repost, and with like it all goes back to building your audience again. You know what I'm saying? The more content you can reach to more people, the easier it is on you. And keeping up with it is the hard thing. Then we branched into TikTok. Then we branched into, you know, all the other social medias that, that maybe the the younger kids are into. And it's 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 heck keeping up with all of them for sure. It is. Like, constantly changing. Yeah. I uh, I follow a guy I have been since 2017 since the beginning of the podcast guy by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk who's like social media guy he knows all the uh, ins and outs of it he built a career on top of it so I spend I have a 30 minute drive to work and a 30 minute drive home and for the last four years I pretty much listened to him and other people in that in that genre to learn how to you know use social media to your advantage for a uh, whatever you're doing it doesn't matter if it's a podcast or if you're just running a small business or a large business I mean. It's where the eyes are, so that's where you need to be. Um, learning, like you said, Facebook algorithms, you know, putting out content, breaking it down into micro pieces, distributing that over multiple platforms to get the most exposure, most bang for your buck when it yeah. comes to, you know, the content that you've created because your time, you know, is valuable. So, so how many, uh, probably, I don't know if I should ask this, but I'll ask it anyway. The, how many, if you add up all your followers across your social media platforms, how many followers do you have now? We're we're sh just shy of four thousand on Facebook, which is our biggest platform, and that's yeah. just because how Facebook works. We can communicate with our audience. We can talk back with them. Uh, a lot of people know us personally. We are a local kind of uh, podcast, even though we do do some some broader range stuff. Yeah. Uh, YouTube, we're we're super low there, but we put our stuff out there just because you know it's it's it doesn't cost anything. So why would you not? Um, I chop up our stuff and put it on LinkedIn as well. 
I wouldn't say we have a massive following there, but we're getting 30 or 40 views on yeah. some of our stuff, which is not terrible for LinkedIn. Um, we just recently had a crawfish video get like 230,000 views on TikTok, yeah. which is weird. Uh, but just that was fun. A pot of crawfish yeah. in water. Um, you know, we're on Twitter, <laughs> live stream to Twitter as well as a part of the programs that we use. Uh, Instagram, we go to IGTV. Like we just want to be everywhere where people are at. But for sure, Facebook is our is yeah. our biggest platform. You know, what we found on this show is that um, because we're a media company, the algorithms in some respects work against us. So we have to be even smarter at constantly making changes as it relates to media companies. But um, what what we found on this show that a show that I would think wouldn't do so well because the person I'm talking to has a good social media presence suddenly it just kind of blows up. I mean, you know, where you might get 500 views, suddenly, you know, you're getting six or 7,000 views and you don't know where that came from. Of course, then we have someone like, like, um, you know, it could be, you know, any, any national person, you know, uh, um, anyone just got a big following. That's correct. Uh, you, yeah. siphon, you siphon their audience, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you're doing, you know, essentially. So no, no doubt about it. Uh, so th if there's a big audience there that you tap into, then it, then it makes a big change, but it is all about building audience and getting it so you can own your audience. That, that sort of comes back to the, the, the conversation we were having about Frank Foster. You know, he owns his, his listeners and he's got these dedicated people who follow him and it makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. So, um, Anyway, so what other kind of technology things did you have to learn to get to the level you're at today? Equipment. Yeah, we, we, this started out, we haven't mentioned this yet, but 2018, it was audio only for the first few episodes. Yeah. Uh, and that was just because I was still kind of learning the video aspect of it. Um, I wasn't 100% sure if I wanted to be in front of the camera. Uh, it was a lot, it's a lot easier to just talk with someone without having this camera staring right at you, especially when you're new to it. And then also for the guest as well, you know, not everybody's used to coming and sitting in a studio with bright lights in their face. I didn't know if that would be a deterrent, but then also like, you know, having to put the time in. I mean, I watched so many YouTube videos. My wife is just was like tired of it. She's like, what? You're always looking at stuff, you know, how to, how to, how to run a podcast, how to edit video, how to edit audio, how to connect, you know, your video mixer to the computer, stuff like that. Jared, let's, let's do this. When we come back, we'll, we'll finish kind of that. And then we'll uh, talk about, you know, just whatever else might be on your mind. But we're having a terrific conversation with the guys from Brown Water Banter, Jared Seymour and Joey Cates. And we'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have Joe, Joey uh, Cates and Jared Seymour from Brownwater Banter. And the way I would describe today's show is like salt of the earth. <laughs> you know, it's just two good guys who love this incredible coastal Mississippi area and who've created interesting conversations. You know, the same kind of thing we're doing here on Coast View. And what makes today's conversation interesting is hearing their stories and just getting to know them better. So I really appreciate you guys, the, the time you spent with us. Hey, I'm going to ask you in a second about shows that you really loved. But before I do that, you're in your new studio. Tell me about it. 
Well, it's 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 a, it's definitely a step up. Our old studio was in the View Marche, and um, we rented a top building or a top portion of a building uh, with a couple of our uh, wedding planners and wedding event people. And um, when COVID hit, you know, they all they ran like everybody else did. They didn't know what the economy was going to do, and then we were stuck. Do we need to pay this bill or find somewhere else? So we we got away from that studio, and then. Jared did a lot of virtual online uh, when, during COVID, and we, we did a lot of uh, StreamYard stuff. And now we found this place and um, got some new equipment in here, got pretty much what we need to really run the show, yeah. upgraded a lot of stuff, and um, it's working out great so far. Where is it located? The Iberville. We're yeah. in Iberville, Mississippi, right next to Toronto's, if people know, uh, local yeah. people. Exactly what On I'm Big Ridge about. Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah right cool. Cool. We went from Dave Toronto, so big shout out to them for yeah. letting us come in here and uh, do that. So, so Joey, what's your favorite show? I always tell people my favorite show is when we had the Hurricane Hunters in here. And if you've ever been on a boat with me or in a rainstorm with me, my whole demeanor <laughs> tends to change. I'm definitely <laughs> afraid of weather. Um, that is very true. I consider myself a you know kind of a, a a manly guy, but I will. Scream and cry when lightning starts striking. It looks like so, a puppy. Yeah. So when they showed the video of them flowing, uh, flying in, just lightning popping the plane, and they're just drinking a sprite, hanging out. I'm like, man, there's no way. He, he, he was in awe for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was. I yeah. was getting scared watching the video, and these guys do it like they're just, you know, driving to the gym every day. It, yeah, it I enjoyed crazy. visiting with them. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that with COVID sort of getting behind us, I'm hoping to go fly with them into a hurricane. This Ooh. coming season, so. we joked about that. I don't know. Hey, no, you'd have to strap me in. That <laughs> hey, listen, man. When I'm offshore in my boat, if you know, I've got I've got radar, and we've also got Sirius satellite radio. I mean, uh, radar, and I, I will go from here to Orange Beach to not go through a thunderstorm. I hate lightning; it scares me to death. So uh, you, you know, you know that most people who are offshore know that story well. Hey, so come come on over to you, Jared. Uh, what what's your favorite show? Uh, you know, I enjoy all of them. I really, we've had some really, really uh, great conversations with a lot of cool people, but I would say probably the one that sticks out, I don't, you know, favorite might not be the right word, but sticks out the most is I had a, a lady by the name of Deborah on the show. I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but she lost her husband to cancer. And like I said, we, I met her just randomly in the hard rock one night. And that was one of those kind of just chance happen happenings that, uh, very deep, you know, emotional conversation, very vulnerable for me having, Lost my mother in 2018, very unexpectedly. So, uh, you know, to do that in front of a camera and then put it on the internet, man, it, you know, for me, it was kind of like a growth experience kind of thing. And, um, it just sticks out in my mind. Yeah. I've had a couple of, I've had a couple of conversations where something really special happened and you, you know, it during the moment and, um, you know, it's very, I don't know, it's a, it's a special moment between you and the person that you're visiting with. It just so happens that a lot of people get to listen in on the conversation, but there's something unbelievably authentic about it because at the end of the day, most people, most people have had to experience loss. Most people have had to, you know, deal with situations like that. And it's helpful to, to them, for them to hear that other people have gone through it and are willing to talk about it. And, you know, the healing that takes place and all of that, that's, that's, that's important. But, you know, it just goes to show you that you never know what the next show is going to bring to you, do you? Yeah. We have a kind of a big picture, like even yeah. trying to send y'all the bio to it. I'm like trying to write. I'm like, I don't, I mean, yeah. we got some high points that we try to hit, but we, you know, we don't know where the next episode could lead. We, we got a dry race marker. And it just looks like this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we got tanks everywhere. <laughs> it, it, so. it goes from one week to the next. 
how how well I know, how well I know. I think the key, the key is always getting good guests, getting good guests sure. who have a story and then working really hard to get to the get to the essence of their story. And at the end of the day, as long as the backdrop is coastal Mississippi, you know, as long as the backdrop is coastal Mississippi, you almost can't fail, can you? No, no, you can't. For sure. So, hey, let me, in the short time we have left, we got one more quick question. Jared, if you're in the elevator with someone in New York and they say, where are you from? And you say, coast of Mississippi. And that one hour elevator ride down to the next floor, uh, what do you say to them about coast of Mississippi? Oh, man, I just let them know, you know, we're a coastal town. We have uh, our culture down here is a huge mixing pot, uh, you know, from from the overflow from New Orleans. Uh, to what we have here naturally, just from Bay St. Louis all the way over to Pascagoula. Uh, it's a beautiful place. The food is great. Uh, the weather during the uh, summer will make you uh, appreciate <laughs> air conditioning. Uh, you got to suffer a little bit, you know, to enjoy it down here. The Mississippi Sound is something that everybody should should experience at least once in their life. The Barrier Islands, uh, the fishing here, and, you know, most importantly, the people. I mean, we're the hospitality state, and uh, I think we show it. Yeah, I say this on my show every, almost every day, certainly once a week, that the secret sauce of Mississippi, and especially coastal Mississippi, uh, is uh, is our people. You know, our people are, you know, we learned after Katrina that buildings don't make a community, the people make a community, and we're so resilient and so able to, to get knocked down and get back up again, and that's made us strong, and that's made us closer to one another, and it's made us appreciate people like you who... Who, like me, are working really hard to have a dream to celebrate coastal Mississippi in ways that really, you know, are something that we're privileged to do. So, Joey, next time we're on the show, I'll let you answer that question. But we're out of time today. This has been uh, Jared Seymour and Joey Cates from Brownwater Banter. And it's been a thrill, guys. I've really enjoyed talking to you this morning. Hey, thanks yeah. for having us. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, maybe we can switch spots. You come on our show next time. <laughs> well, I'd love to, man. I'd love to. Listen, y'all take care and uh, have a great day. And we'll see you later. Thanks Thank again. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.